No, oh boy, this one's going to be a tough one and involve even more old English. I'm going to be putting you through it this time, but am I sorry? Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. My name is Phil. I'm your host. Deal with it. As always, I am your host and I love you. I am so sorry if I offended you in the way I introduced my show. I humbly apologize for the way I talk to you. Just kidding, everyone. I did that on purpose to demonstrate the theme of today's episode. The Berenstain Bears say, I'm sorry apologizing. It's all the rage. Everyone's doing it. Big kids, little kids, some as big as your nose. I don't know how the song goes. There's a song that was like, big kids, little kids, some as tall as the house. There's, I don't remember what it was, a commercial. I don't know what the commercial was even for. It was before my time. In any case, everyone's saying I'm sorry. Politicians, uh, religious leaders, uh, national representatives, uh, uh, school teachers, uh, Peppa Pig. I don't know. Everyone's saying I'm sorry. It's a big deal. What does I'm sorry even mean? Why do we say I'm sorry? What is even the point? Now, last episode, we talked about please and thank you, part of the social contract. But what is the social contract and why does it exist? I mean, no one really knows for sure uh, because we weren't taking notes at the time. But there's a theory. And by theory, I mean like actual scholarship uh, that was that was that was done on the subject, not just like not just like a bunch of like guesswork. Uh, it was done in 1985 by a uh, by Robert Trivers did uh, or I guess 1971 he published he, he wrote about it in 1985 in 1971 Robert Trivers wrote about reciprocal altruism which he believed is the evolution of that that the evolutionary behavior and psychological uh, like what happened in our brains that made us go from a strictly uh, tribalistic society that only kept in groups of families, uh, immediate blood relations and distrusted everyone into groups that could welcome in non-family members and non-tribe members uh, in, in, in an easier way. And reciprocal altruism is, a, is, 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 as he says, it's a superficial form of altruism. It's a way of helping another person, not in exchange for something immediately it's 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 the acknowledgement that if i help you then at some point in the future you will help me and people and people who who believe what trivers uh proposed uh, believe that what happened was over time that be this sort of like hidden contract this sense of of superficial altruism became became what led us to to form larger and larger collections of people leading to cities leading to countries leading to nations uh allowed us to expand our sense of who belongs in our inner circle uh because that's what that's what all of these social contracts are about people who belong in our inner circles whether they are members of our community whether they are members of our immediate family classes co-workers and they all have rules and we all have uh unspoken agreements between them uh that, that ways we show respect ways we return favors and please and thank you and especially I'm sorry are all part of this because uh, 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 Trivers hypothesized that that the the sense of being sorry led to the sense of please and thank you uh, which led to well so the idea of sorry sorry means so many different things it comes from uh, the, the word I believe sorig I think it is it is how it, it is how it's pronounced Sarig, S-A-R-I-G. It's Old English, uh, and it means uh, it, it, the same basis of you know where we get sorrow from. It means you are totally distressed. 
You're full of grief and you're full of sorrow. That is what sorry meant. You were sorry. Uh, but apology is a more interesting one because apology, to apologize, an apology originally meant not that you were saying I'm sorry. It originally meant that you were justifying actions that somebody has misinterpreted, which is actually the way people tend to apologize for major things today. When you like a celebrity has to apologize for being a total heel, the, uh, that usually takes a form of you misunderstood what I was saying. And when people say, well, that's an insincere apology. It's actually a real apology because that's what apologies use. I don't know. I think it's interesting. It's not what apology is supposed to mean anymore, by the way, because over time it stopped meaning just. And I guess in apologistics and stuff like uh, an apologist, a person who justifies uh, like a Christian apologist or, you know, a religious apologist, a Star Wars apologist, someone who justifies, uh, you know, like something that is frequently misinterpreted or that they believe is being misinterpreted. Like that, that apologia that could still exists in the, in that sense of the word. But when we say an apology, what we tend to mean is I am sorry. So, uh, the way that, uh, Trivers, uh, believes that we evolved a sense of needing to apologize in the first place is that eventually, originally we, we evolved a sense of being able to experience guilt, uh, that the sense that we have done something wrong. And then, uh, a sense of expressing remorse, the apology, the initial apology phase, uh, probably came next, a, a way of, a way of, uh, Showing that you were sorry. If there weren't, uh, you know, words for it, then actions for it. Now, what what Trivers believed the next step in our evolution was that we learned to express gratitude uh, for the apology for that reciprocal. Like that's a way to a way to like sort of soften the blow, uh, and that's what we covered in the last book. This expression of gratitude, the thank you, uh, a way of signaling to the other person, I I I accept your apology, which is the next step, forgiveness. So we have guilt, we have apology, we have gratitude, we have forgiveness, which means not only that I accept your apology, but it also means you are you your punishment is over. You are now allowed to be a full participating member in our inner circle. Like you are, you are, you are, you are, you are forgiven. I forgive what you have done. The, the community forgives you. The slate is now clean again. Let us start fresh. There is nothing else hanging over your head. But, all, but what I find most fascinating is the final step in all of this is the ability to express moral outrage. And that means that if someone is... That means if even if you're outside the initial transaction, if you are standing outside it and you notice that someone is not uh, reciprocating the false altruism, this sort of like weird superficial altruism, if the person is not reciprocating it, whether you're the person directly affected by it or just witnessing it happening, you express outrage at the fact that it is happening and you call attention to it. Uh, and in an effort to to isolate the the person who is who is reneging on the deal and get them to legitimately apologize. We see this all playing out time and time again in our in our society. But what's interesting is that sorry, Saying I'm sorry means so many things. It can mean that uh, that you empathize with someone, as the, the example uh, that I'm looking at here. Uh, the BBC has an article about about the saying I'm sorry. Sorry can mean that I sympathize with you. Like, oh, I'm sorry it's raining. Oh, my gosh, something happened to you? Oh, I'm so sorry. Which is often misinterpreted. People are like, ah, oh, it's not your fault. And it's funny that people always say, oh, it's not your fault. But that's not why the people are saying. They, that sorry means I sympathize with you. Uh, I am full of grief and sorrow on your behalf. I'm not saying I'm sorry as an apology. I am saying I'm sorry just to show I am distressed 
for you. I'm taking some, trying to take some of the weight off of your shoulders, some of the grief off of your shoulders. Uh, maybe we just need a better way to say it. Let's start saying Sarig again. Uh, uh, there's many different ways that people express sorry, but we, in America, we drill into children to say I'm sorry, and into adults, to say I'm sorry for things. It's very hard. It is so hard to say I'm sorry. In fact, in one of the articles I read about please and thank you, they were like, even people who find it incredibly difficult to say I'm sorry seem to have very little trouble saying please and thank you, even though they are, in essence, similar uh, expected reactions and actions. But I think it's because sorry typically tends to also have a sense of like personal embarrassment, personal grief, uh, a little bit, maybe a little bit of self-hatred mixed in there. And when the Berenstain Bears say I'm sorry, as they do in this Worthy Kids book from Hatchet Book Group, published in 2015 by Mr. Mike Berenstain himself, do we learn about saying I'm sorry? You better believe your booty. You better buff up that bum. You better bounce around on that big bowhind because these kids are saying I'm sorry for something that actually, come on to think of it, like looking at this book again, what they're doing isn't even really that bad. It's really weird that they get upset about it too because, well, the plot of the book is, they. it is a hot day in Beartown. It is hot. They are sweating. The kids are outside with their sh with their swimsuits on. Brother has his shirt off. Whew, it's hot and they are covered in hair. So they're filling up the kiddie pool and sister accidentally sprays brother with the hose in the face. And she says, I'm sorry. And brother is fuming. And mom is like, look, sister said, I'm sorry. She didn't do it on purpose. And brother's like, you're right. It's all right. It's all right. But then honey bear who's standing there, honey bear starts laughing about it. And so mom is like, look, it's not nice to laugh about things. And honey's like, I'm sorry. And then brother says, well, hold on a second. Give me that hose. And he takes those and he sprays sister with it. And then Papa's like, that's not nice, brother. You can't spray your sister with a hose. Sister and honey both apologize for. It. Oh, because he sprays both of them with it. And brother's like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I'm so sorry. Now, this is the point where I'm like, weren't you kids getting in the pool anyway? Like, why are you so upset about being sp being sprayed with a hose when you're in your swimsuit is fun. That's what hoses are for. Like, who cares? You're not in the, you're about to get in a swimming pool. Spray yourself down. In any case, brother apologizes. And he's like, look, sister, I'm sorry I squirted you here. Here, here's the hose. You can squirt me back. And she's like, you know what? You said, I'm sorry. It's not a big deal. But then a honey runs over, grabs the hose and sprays brother and sister. And they're like, what are you doing? Honey's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Things got a little out of hand. Got a little out of hand. Sorry. Forgot my, forgot where I was for a minute. I'm sorry. And they're like, ha, 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 that's all right. This is fun, right? So then Honey starts chasing them with the hose. And then Brother starts squirting them with the hose. And they're all laughing. And they get in the pool. And they're all having a good time because it's a hot day. It's nice and cool. Honey picks up the hose again. And Mama and Papa are like, what are you doing? No more squirting. And Honey says, I'm sorry. And then they all have fun hanging out at the pool. That's literally the plot of the book. Now, this is a very specific use of I am sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, brother does something annoying initially, or sister does something accidentally annoying. She squirts brother accidentally in the face. And I get that. That's annoying. Uh, she says I'm sorry. Should have been the end of it. But this is about more than just saying I'm sorry. This is about retaliation, okay? This is about not accepting an apology. The, the, the severest breaking of the social contract. Let's say that brother, sister, and honey, and to, a, to an extent, mama and papa, are all part of this very small social group. 
Now, obviously, they're part of a family, but the Cubs themselves are part of their own isolated group, uh, brother, sister, and honey. Uh, there is an understanding between them that they're not going to do anything to harm one another, at least nothing serious beyond usual brother and sister shenanigans. However, when sister sprays brother and says, I'm sorry, and brother doesn't accept the apology, he is guilty of breaking the social contract, not accepting sister's excuse that what she did was an accident and instead attempting retaliation. This escalates into more and more and greater and more severe retaliation. Okay, it doesn't actually. It's just a bunch of water squirting. But fortunately, the parents are there as arbiters to make sure things don't get out of hand because if they weren't there, imagine where this would have gone. They would have been spraying each other I guess that's all that would have happened. That's all that would have happened. They would have just been spraying each other and it wouldn't have been that bad. But you get what I'm saying. Like this could have this could have escalated in other ways. Instead, the parents were there to sort of catch them each time and say, say, I'm sorry, say, I'm sorry, say, I'm sorry. But it also shows the potential limits of the action of saying I'm sorry because it doesn't stop everything. It doesn't clear everything up. There is something missing. If it weren't for the parents, brother and sister are fairly level-headed cubs. They know that I'm sorry means I'm sorry. I mean, honey, yes, I understand. But she's basically just following the example set to her by brother and sister. So I think that there needs to be a step, like an acknowledgement between the, the action, I'm sorry, and then moving on. We never say apology accepted. We sometimes say it's all right, but we rarely mean it when we say that. We never, there is no, we, there is a please and there is a thank you and there is a you're welcome. But there's no generic term, general term, an accepted term that we teach to children after somebody says, I'm sorry. You don't give them a formal response. So, ladies and gentlemen, please come up with a needlessly complicated formal response to I'm sorry. And, and if you know of a formal response that already exists that I'm just blanking on, let me know. But it's obviously not working in Beartown. The Berenstain Bears Say I'm Sorry is a great book if you need to demonstrate to your children how to use the phrase I'm sorry in this one particular sense. It's a great way to teach children not to waste hose water. And it's a great way to teach your children that sitting in a swimming pool, a kiddie pool on a hot day is pretty cool and pretty fun. And you don't need a bunch of toys or video games. You don't need to be looking at your phone, get in the pool, Hang out with your siblings, say I'm sorry, don't squirt them with the hose, leave your parents alone, and have a great day on a hot summer day. The parents saying bears say I'm sorry. They do say I'm sorry. Sister says oops on the cover, like she's clearly just sprayed brother, and everyone's like, oh my goodness. And she says, oops, she's not saying I'm sorry. I guess they're saving that for the inside. So you can be like, oh, are they going to do, are they going to say it? Are they going to say it? I'm sorry. Yeah, she said it. The Berenstain Bears say, I'm sorry. 2015, pick it up. Pick up a copy. I will be back next time. But, oh, boy. I sure am getting tired. Ooh. Uh, time for some sleepy time. And would you look at that? That's the next book in the series. Join me next time for the Berenstain Bears Sleepy Time book, where we find out if the bears can go to sleep. Uh, I am Phil Gonzalez. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for listening. 
Go to BerenstainBearcast.org to listen to my show. If you're, I don't know if you haven't figured that out yet. Uh, listen to my podcast, Pizza Toast, a YA books and media podcast that I do with Christy Admiral. We're on a short hiatus right now. Uh, we did the entire Hunger Games series. We did Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, the book and the movie. And now we are taking a breather. Uh, and I also have a, P uh, a podcast called It's Del Toro Time that I do with my college graduate daughter, Willow. Uh, and it's on it's 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 been sporadic recently. But now that she is done with college, uh, we're going to get back on that. But also I am preparing a one man show for the beginning of August, the Minnesota Fringe Festival, where I will be performing Lost in Bear Country, a follow up to my previous one man show, Deep in Bear Country. What is it about? Boy, oh boy, I sure wish I knew. But all I know is that come August, I'm going to be getting up on stage and talking at people for an hour. So if you're in the Twin Cities area and you want to see that, go to the Fringe Festival website uh, and look it up. I will. I, the, the dates and the times are on there. I'm sure you can find a time and a date that fits if you want to see me flail about on stage maniacally and sort of talk about the Berenstain Bears. Uh, otherwise, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for listening. And I see you all next time deep in bear country. I'm sorry.